You are listening to the Girl Boss Chat Series podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Richardson. Just to give you a little bit of a backstory on who I am, I am a life coach for female entrepreneurs, and I also am the founder of the Business Builders community, which is based in New Zealand. Whilst I now call Christchurch New Zealand home, I am originally from Australia and made the move over the ditch about 12 years ago now. I'm super passionate about the girl boss community and surrounding myself with like-minded women. And I realized that there was an opportunity to create a platform to share stories of other women in business, to inspire and to motivate and to help build a really supportive community of girl bosses in New Zealand. Hence the creation of this podcast. I really hope that you get as much value out of this as I have from creating it. And I would absolutely love any of your feedback with regards to the podcast. I want this to be a platform that you love listening to. I want to be delivering interviews and content that you want to hear. So please definitely get in touch. Without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, Evie. How are you? Hi, Kylie. I'm good. Thank you. Good. I am so excited to have you on the Girl Boss Chat Series podcast today. You are definitely one of my faves, and I'm sure that you will be everyone else's fave as well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I'm super excited to be here and chat with you, as I always love chatting with you. I find you so inspirational and motivational. Oh. Oh, right back at you, girlfriend. <laughs> um, so for the listeners of the podcast, um, Evie was one of the amazing, incredible guest speakers that was at the Auckland Girl Boss Chat Series event for the very first one that I hosted in July 2018. Um, so obviously immense love for Evie for putting her trust in me and, and supporting me for the event and helping helping start what is hopefully going to be something totally epic in the future so um, yes thank you so much Evie so obviously I know who you are um, but would you like to introduce yourself and um, you know tell the listeners who you are and what you do okay my name is Evie Kemp that is my name (laughs) (laughs) and um, I run a business under my own name and I'm a, a multidisciplinary designer and creative so that kind of covers a lot of stuff. I work in art and interiors and textile design and graphic design and also a bit of social media. And I kind of bring it all together for a sort of cohesive, crazy, colorful mm-hmm. aesthetic experience. So I apply that to all those things I listed. I also do events and collaborations with brands and yeah, pretty much anything Amazing. creative I can put my hands to. Yeah. Anything and everything. <laughs> yes, preferably. Awesome, awesome. So why don't we, we go back to the beginning. When did Evie Kemp brand, when was that born? When did that start? Well, that actually started um, back when I first met you, Kylie. <laughs> really, really in the yeah. early days of I'd, I'd studied design at universe, graphic design at um, AUT, and I was, I'd created this small range of um, textiles that I was putting out there. I think it was Instagram at the time. It might have been the very beginnings of Instagram. I was mostly mm-hmm. on Twitter and mm-hmm. connected with a few other creatives, which included yourself um, mm-hmm. and Jess from Auckland Art Fair. So we, yep. I was a 
what's the word? Participant? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, seller oh, at yeah. the very yeah, first yeah. Auckland Art Fair. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I really put my designs out into the world. And I didn't sell much, but my stuff was really quite expensive because I was doing custom mm-hmm. printed lap shades and things like that. But I had a really good response to it. And from there, it kind of snowballed into creating a range of more affordable products, which were mostly art prints and selling the, those both online and through stockists in New Zealand and Australia mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really where Evie Kemp, the brand, was born. And that was about, was that oh, ten, nine, ten years ago? Yeah, nine 2010 years. I think was the first fair. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, yeah, so nine years ago. <laughs> Um, showing our age there (laughs) I I was like oh gosh I've really been doing this this long but I've kind of (laughs) stuck with it and evolved through that so these days I don't spend as much of my time selling products or making products but rather I design with other brands or with other people on bigger bigger scale projects and bigger scale events and things that I can really put my name to yeah so that's kind of how it just got to here, really. That's <laughs> no, crazy. I actually had no idea that the fair was kind of your first foray into into selling your wares because you were so professional and your stuff was amazing or is amazing. Oh, thank I, you. I, I, I literally thought you were somebody that was coming along that had been in the industry forever. You were that good. Oh, thanks. No, well, my stuff, my stuff was sort of semi-professional at that point because I'd used that that exact stuff that I ended up selling, I that was my final um, degree project for my whole degree. Oh, so I'd printed ooh, all that good. fabric and designed all that project, you know, to get my A+, plus, which I did get. Oh, well done. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I was kind of had all this fabric and I was like, okay, I'm going to make cushions, I'm going to make lampshades. So amazing. I kind of, I'd committed a lot of time. I'd spent almost a whole at least six months of my degree working towards that. So mm-hmm. it's not like I had just like popped up and gone, I'm going to have a stall at a market. <laughs> I kind of had like. <laughs> yeah. So just to be honest about it. Um, so that was where I started out. So um, I kind of had that backing with That's, me that, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> um, so you, when you did your art degree, did you have any kind of vision or idea on, on on what your future held for you in terms of what your goals were? No, not at all. So when I left school, I didn't actually do art in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all written subjects. And when I left school, I went and studied law and art history at university. And okay. I actually got very it didn't like well I didn't like it but also I was depression really hit me hard then I don't Mm -hmm. think it was related to the degree it was just timing and I needed to take some time out and it was sort of during that that I realized I loved art history and I loved studying art and design but really what I wanted to do was to create it Mm -hmm. so from there I put together a portfolio um just on my own over six months and I applied to AUT and then I didn't get in <laughs> yeah. and then, um, but I was on the wait list. So about a week before semester started, I got accepted into graphic design. And so oh, when I went in, into that, I kind of had that, oh, I want to work in magazines and I want to do 
you know, I didn't really have that many ideas of what graphic designers actually did. Mm -hmm. And I sort of, yeah, I suppose in my mind it was all typography and photography and laying things out. But I had a couple of really fantastic illustration tutors who Mm -hmm. introduced me to illustration and the possibility of work through that. And I just kind of let let it go from there. But I had no idea. I could never have dreamt that I would be able to work for myself really Mm -hmm. so soon after leaving university and also that I could sustain it and that I could grow my career to what it is today. It's it's very cool. (laughs) I'm very, very lucky. Yeah. Did you, did you think that when you were like, so back in the day when you were a youngin, did you imagine working for yourself? Was that always kind of part of your vision? No, absolutely not. I didn't know anyone no. who worked for themselves growing up. I just, oh, wow. I didn't know it was an option really. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone I knew worked for worked for places. I'd always worked for places. I always thought, I mean, partly it was possibly my, that obsession in the early, you know, the early 2000s mm-hmm. and how great Q was that I really wanted oh, to wear yes. Q business lady yeah. clothes. <laughs> um, so I think I'd always kind of had more of that idea of like the devil wears Prada kind of office situation oh yes yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh and how different your life looks now (laughs) I know I know (laughs) I never wear a blazer yeah I was like you get to wear like cool colorful amazing clothing (laughs) that you get to design and collaborate on yeah 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 Mind you, not not saying that that wouldn't fit in the corporate world because it definitely. Oh no, and would. I still think there's parts of it that are very glamorous and lovely. And um, but I suppose I didn't have any. That was just my idea of what being a grown up and working looked like. I didn't mm-hmm. really think of any other option. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally get that. <laughs> so with your, I guess your kind of transition and progression into into graphic design and and working for yourself. Um, has there been any kind of standout um, things within your career over the last 10 years that you've been like particularly proud of or you want to have a little a little humble brag because I can think of some things <laughs> I feel like I've already bragged quite a lot <laughs> um, I've had some really amazing opportunities and mm-hmm. worked with some incredible brands and people a couple of real highlights um, oh, where do I start? The other thing is I've highlights across all the different sides of my business. So awesome. more personally, I illustrated a children's book with my best friend Jenny um, oh, called great Feel book, a Little. Ah, oh, thank <laughs> you. And um, the response to that was just incredible. We launched it via Kickstarter and it's still just kind of selling out wherever it is. And it's quite, it's the feedback we get from children because it's about children's emotions and encouraging children to talk about their emotions and facilitate those kind of discussions in families in a safe and comfortable way such a great book oh thank you so that's a really personally huge achievement for me Mm. um I loved last year I collaborated with the fashion New Zealand fashion brand Micah to design a print for them um and it's really loud and out there and amazing and beautiful <laughs> it's I, very I you. still love it <laughs> I it's love so it. me I know I feel like I totally designed it for myself I wear it all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I definitely won out there <laughs> that's awesome. um, hey that's why she wanted to collaborate with you so <laughs> yeah yeah no it's really good there and they're really 
lovely women to work with as well. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm going to miss people out because I just work with lots of really, really cool people and especially women. Yeah. I work really almost almost entirely with women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more recently, like just finished three weeks ago, I did an office fit out like head to toe for Delight um, who Ooh. are – an events and marketing company in Auckland and we created this kind of pink palace office that was just it's unlike anything in Auckland I think because I put it on Instagram and I have people asking me is this still on can I go and see it oh, and I'm like wow <laughs> and I'm like it's actually that is a, a massive compliment <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you can't just it wasn't a I know I think it's a compliment <laughs> that it's like an installation but I can assure you it's also very practical. Um, yeah. And that was a really amazingly fun project to work on. And that's kind of part of my ongoing collaboration with Dulux and kind of brings together all the sort of different aspects of my work into one project. So that was really cool. That's that awesome. Enough for you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I can think of heaps of other things we've done that are awesome as well, but that's okay. We can we can just we can stick with those ones for now. <laughs> Um, so with the, the interior fit out, um, that you've recently done, was that the first kind of interior project you've, you've worked on? No, I've worked with interiors and things over the years. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot in my own home, a few residential, and then a few sort of branching into commercial spaces, but I mostly put those on a back burner just in terms of the time that they Mm -hmm. take up from me, like the personal energy and time um as a Mm -hmm. one woman band can be quite hard so I only take Mm -hmm. them on when they're going to be something that really that I really feel like I'm going to get a lot from um emotionally and energy wise as well which sounds a bit woo woo but you know like money isn't everything and I've got to feel that the work's rewarding so Mm -hmm. this was by far the most out there project interiors project I'd done Mm-hmm. by far <laughs> yeah it's it's incredible everyone needs to go and find it on your instagram because it is yeah phenomenal like it's, oh, I'm, I'm not surprised people thought it was just some sort of show or exhibition or some sort of temporary <laughs> thing because it's like it's incredible well that's a big testament to the having awesome clients who are just like yeah let's do this <laughs> that's so so good and that's like you make such a valid point having clients that that align with you and that you know that are your perfect clients to be working with just makes for such an awesome dynamic in a relationship you know it does it does like relationship it's yeah and in some ways that's a um it's a luxury of experience when you start to be able to pick and choose those Mm -hmm. people um yeah you know because when you're starting out you do need to take more of the people should always be nice and people should always be mm-hmm. good and you should always charge what you feel you're worth but um yeah it is still there's still times you've got to take any job that sort of fits the bill whereas mm-hmm. now I feel I'm kind of at a position where I probably have a bit too much work coming in and then I can choose yeah. to do the really fun stuff and dedicate my whole heart and yeah. soul to it yeah and find yeah, those absolutely. really magic clients yeah yeah <laughs> when you're starting out as well it's it takes a little bit of um, trial and error to kind of figure out what types of work you like doing, which types of clients you want to work with. Yeah, um, and you kind of you always have to work with some ones that you don't totally love just to to get your focus and to figure out you and do. appreciate 
appreciate the good ones when they come along. So true, isn't it? Like you think you say that whole thing like don't work with assholes and Mm -hmm. it's true, but also it's not just people being dicks. It's actually people that you're just not in sync with or in step with and you've got to figure out who kind of people are that you work really well with. So because I have a really strong aesthetic and I – really put my stamp on everything I do I've realized there's no point me taking on sort of graphic design jobs where they've got a really concrete idea Mm -hmm. if they're just wanting me to sort of create their vision that's a waste of their money and my time really Mm -hmm. Um, because neither of us necessarily come out with it with work we love and it's hard to kind of realize that but it's a good lesson to have even though I sort of still seem to fall into the same mistakes sometimes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah well I think I think you've um obviously it's it's no doubt evolved over the years like you've said in terms of your your style and and your aesthetic um but I I see things now and I'm like that's Evie like I'll, like I'll look at it and like you've you've done such a good job of kind of cementing this brand for yourself in in terms of your your bright colors and your high energy and just like how like just happy feeling everything you do Aww, just is kind thanks. of this like warm fuzzy happy feeling that you know like every time I see something I'm like that, that kind of reminds me I'm like oh my god Evie would love that <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks that makes me really happy to know too <laughs> um or like like the wine that I had at the first girl boss chat mm. series event the Soho wines those that label like I was like Evie could have designed that like that was <laughs> like it was so so just reminded like I don't know who did it but it just reminded me of you <laughs> oh thanks yeah that's great wine and a great label <laughs> yeah, yeah true, pink, true. The, the pink sheep isn't it the one that's right um yeah. it donates money to suicide prevention or something. yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah it's great wine. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really cool you've done an awesome awesome job at kind of finding your well, finding you. I don't say finding you or anything, but yeah, just, you know. Yeah, yeah, finding me. And it's something I feel that I'm definitely still doing, but sort of in the mm-hmm. last two years, maybe not even that long, like I've really stepped that up. And mm-hmm. a lot of that is to do with this stuff that we just talked about, about taking on the jobs that Feel, feed your soul but also feed your portfolio <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, and finding the people that you work really well with that that want you for you and mm-hmm. and then you want you for you and you yep. want to create work that reflects you and I think once you find that and you stop coveting what other people are doing or what other people mm-hmm. can do and then it becomes a lot more natural yeah yeah um, now I would, now this is probably going to be a really difficult question for you to answer, but I would love to know what a day in the life of Evie looks like, ah. but I'm, I'm imagining that it's probably quite varied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super varied, but actually, I mean, it's mostly kind of, yeah, I can give a kind of general day in the life yeah, of go Evie. For it. Go for it. So I get up and I go straight on Instagram. <laughs> before yeah. I even get out of bed. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned, I do, um, I do my own social media, I reply to comments and check up on what other people are doing and things like that. I find Instagram is so important to my business, my brand, also just for inspiration and motivation that yeah. I go there first. And I also do a bit of um, 
social media management for other people. So I pop on and do their posts and reply to their things. So I get mm-hmm. that out of the way. Then I'll always have a coffee and then oh. um then I'll do all my emails. And if I've got really like boring but essential jobs, I get those done as early in the morning as I can. So that's stuff like setting up files to print or getting quotes or, you know, all that kind of admin yep. stuff. I find that mm-hmm. my brain is just onto that stuff as early as possible. Um, and then I will usually then get stuck into bigger projects that I'm working on. So I always have a few projects on the go. Some are drawing, like currently I've got a lot of work that's illustration based. So I do that at home. If I was doing like the office fit out stuff, sometimes that's driving around, picking things up, going to see things, painting stuff, blah, blah, blah. I do all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try and like to do, I don't like doing things in bitty bits. I like, I like committing like a big chunk of a day to one thing, preferably yeah. the whole day to one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Somewhere in there, I'll take my dogs for a walk around lunchtime, which is just really good. Um, downtime and clears my head, gets me away from a screen, and I li- always yeah. listen to a podcast while I'm walking. So mm-hmm. looking forward to listening to the yeah. other episodes of this one. I won't be listening. <laughs> I'm not going to walk around <laughs> listening to myself. But, um, yeah, and then in the afternoon, I am a terrible afternoon person. Like I just I bomb almost every afternoon if I'm doing work. I, it's It's – yeah, it's not good, but I've started to realize that it's a waste of my time to try and push that when I have the luxury of working to a schedule that actually works for me. So mm-hmm. I'll do things in the afternoon. I'll either just do procrastinating house stuff. I'll see a friend or I'll go to the op shops or I'll see my mom um, or really not do much work. And then I'll pick yeah. up work again sort of around five o'clock and mm-hmm. – yeah, that I have dinner and then usually if I'm busy, I just keep working. It's Yeah, I'll just keep working until I go to bed usually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of work I can do in front of the TV. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. Good old multitasking. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a bit of um, – I spend a lot of time telling myself that I'm lazy because I don't – like I kind of write off the afternoons, but actually mm-hmm. I know I'm not <laughs> – when I actually add up the hours I'm working and things like that, like I get things done in the day and I just. And you're working for yourself. Like if you're getting the things done that you need to get done, who cares when you do them? <laughs> like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a big, there's a thing, you know, because if I go, so if I'm going to go get a facial or get my nails done or go to the up shop or anything like that, people say, oh, if you got the day off. Oh, and I always yes. just say, I usually just go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to. I know they don't accept the justification. They probably don't want me to go. Yes, but um, I'm going to go home and I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm going to work, and I added it up. I must work at least this many hours today, and you know. <laughs> so there's that justify yourself to the, the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the poor shop people, the 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 service provider that's just totally. small talk, and then you're like full justification mode. Yeah, and they're like, "What do you do?" And they're like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> how long have you got?" No. <laughs> um, and that's not their problem. <laughs> the problem's my own. <laughs> you just need to be like, you just need to tell them, be like, "Oh, I work for myself," and like talk it up and sell it like it's this really know, awesome I thing know. that it actually is. But then I actually like, as you know. I hate the question, what do you do? Because I, I say, oh, well, and then I start <laughs> my list and then I, and I just, nobody needs that. <laughs> 
just, like, just yeah. for like, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you, but then, then I'd have to kill you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's okay. I'm, leave, I'm leaving now. Yeah. I'm on my way back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. I guess it's funny because I guess a lot of my social circle now are self-employed people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's just normal chat. Like you just, you know, making an appointment to catch up with somebody that, like, oh no, I'm, you know, I'm having a massage or I'm going to a facial or I've got a meeting or I'm meeting someone for coffee. You're like, oh yeah, sweet. Like, you know, that's just, that's just life. But I guess when you're going into, into stores and, and places where people are employed, that would be, yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing on a Wednesday afternoon? Like, you know, don't you have a job? <laughs> yeah. And then also because I use a lot of props and things in like photo shoots or things like that. I also mm. like well, op shopping is my job. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Dream justification. Yeah, you know it's yeah. such a good job, um, but I don't go into that either. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sometimes it's just easier just to be like, yep, yep, I'm, I'm yeah, good day yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we should all be we should all be um, perfectly proud of hundred percent when we do and don't work. It doesn't matter at all. Your worth isn't exactly. judged on how many hours you spend on your computer or anything. Absolutely. Just, just like, what to is clarify. Work- yeah, yeah, yeah. Work smarter, not harder. You don't have to be working exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah, hours yeah. a week. Stop the glorification of busy. Yes. <laughs> Go out in the yes. afternoon. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it's like I think it's awesome that you have recognized and acknowledged that that, that kind of mid afternoon slump is is not a, like it's not a productive work time for you. So why try and battle through it? You're not gonna you're yeah. not gonna be inspired. And I find them a lot. No, not at all. And I'm a lot kinder to myself for just letting myself have that time rather than then, yeah, beating myself up because, oh, I spent three hours doing this and I hardly achieved anything. Yeah. I'd rather, it's way yeah. better to spend the time doing something you wanted to do and then mm-hmm. work when you're able, when you're sort of in the headspace to work. Yeah. Absolutely. I've mm-hmm. been trying to shift my schedule a little bit like that because now that I'm, 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 like working in my business full time and I'm like, okay, well, I've got to, you know, got the time to be able to get my stuff done during the day. But I have a similar sort of thing. Like I kind of lose my focus probably at around two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And then I'll just, time. yeah. And then I'll start doing, I'll do housework or I'll go out and get a coffee or I'll, you know, I'll find something to distract myself and then I'll probably get back into it. Yeah. Like you about five o'clock and then Carl will come home and he'll be like, how was your day? And I'm like, oh, just don't distract me right now. I'm in the I'm in the zone. Like, yes, yes, give me yeah. give me a couple of hours. I'm like getting some really good stuff done right now. <laughs> Whereas yeah, he's like, bit, hey, I want to hang out. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit inconvenient when your partner works more normal hours, and you're like, oh, but I'm just yeah. I'm just in the zone now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. Talk to I don't you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, it's um, it's good that we've got the ability to do that, but um, yeah. That's that's what having a, your own business is all about, right? Totally. Yeah, being flexible and being okay with fitting in the things you need to fit in, both fun yep. and work. Um, now, in terms of your, I guess your marketing and your brand, are you? Would you say that you've kind of reached a point now where a lot of your your clients kind of come to you? They found you. Is it by referrals, or is there is there some other way that you drum up business mm-hmm. for yourself? No, I'd say you're yeah, what you said, so um mm-hmm. that it's quite self-sustaining at the moment. So most mm-hmm. of them come to me. Um a fair amount of referrals. I have a lot of um repeat clients, so I work mm-hmm. with a few brands that 
keep me busy all year round. So that includes my work with Dulux and um, I also work with a cool Auckland hospitality group where I work on a few different projects for them. So they sort of keep me keep me busy through the year. And then I get other things through all sorts of different places, but mostly they do come from Instagram or at least they've gone to Instagram to look me up and then decided to contact me. So I'd say mm-hmm. Instagram is like my only marketing channel really. Yeah. Um, when you were first starting out, did you have a bit more of a game plan then when you were trying to get yourself out there? Um, when I first started out, because I was really wanting to sell my prints. Uh, yeah. So I sort of had like a retail game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So there I would contact shops and be researching shops and contact them via email and in person um, mm-hmm. to get to get those contacts. And then the more shops I was in, the more people saw my stuff, the more people got in touch with me about yep. various other things. So mm-hmm. it is like a snowball it's yeah or it's kind of yeah once you're out once you're out there enough you kind of you keep um getting in people's faces and eventually they'll contact you um there's even weird things like when I've been in magazines and magazines hang around in cafes and doctor's offices and things for (laughs) so long yes they do still contact me saying I just saw your thing and and I'm like what but that's fine it still works it's all good yeah um yeah so it's definitely something that in the beginning you have got to work a bit harder, but mm-hmm. it's all about building a community and building relationships. And that doesn't necessarily mean with the people that you think can pay your bills. It's mm-hmm. just with people of all all kinds that you that are your that are your people and that are talking yeah. the same talk and are interested in the same stuff and things cross over and people introduce you to other people and yeah, it's it's quite cool. It's a cool yeah. way of working I think yeah absolutely um now do you I guess kind of on the on the back of that do you have any advice for people or that are just starting out that are in their early stages or thinking about getting into business um have you got any tips or tricks that you would like to impart on them oh okay starting out in business good luck (laughs) no 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 no. like don't be freaked out and I think people have this idea of what again kind of um linking back to what I said about what I thought being a grown-up and working was people have this idea of what being an entrepreneur and being in business is and they kind of throw their heart and soul into things like huge spends on Facebook ads or really pushing people to promote them or share their stuff and in this day and age the way that we market and with influencer marketing and stuff and things like that we there's such a move to just being being more honest and being yourself um Mm -hmm. if you believe in what you do and you love what you do create that talk about it but also just talk about you and all your other interests and share other people's work and build that community Mm. and give as much as you get give more than you get I think is a really important thing and don't focus, don't make your focus this um kind of big eye on the prize of I'm gonna have a hundred thousand dollar year. Focus on those mm-hmm. individual things that if you sell one thing, you know, send a really nice postcard with it and make it count, make that person think, Wow, I love this and I'm gonna tell everyone about it. Mm. And you're gonna get that satisfaction. 
don't do it even with that in mind just do it because it's a nice thing to do and it just all feeds into each other and when when people contact you even if it's not for the right maybe not for the business reason you want but they reach out and say they love what you do or something like that then always respond and and take the time and you'll just find that that just keeps coming back to you in more ways yeah. than you might imagine yeah so I suppose that's yeah. my thing it's you obviously have some kind of big picture plan but don't lose sight of the little the little connections and the the little triumphs and celebrate all those as well 100% couldn't agree more relationships <laughs> and building building that community and that tribe yeah, and yeah and making yeah. people feel important and special and valued um especially like you said if they've just reached out to say hey I love what you do um like acknowledge that and take that and don't you know take compliments as well I think that that's yeah, another take, thing that <laughs> that's a really good advice that's something that I've taken a long time to come to but mm-hmm. when just think of it from the flip side when you give a compliment to someone you feel good when they acknowledge it and they say that made me feel really good so just do it yeah. the other way around and determine when you're fo- when you're following someone on social media with a business what do you like to get from them it mm-hmm. might not be a product shot every day it might be a combination of things and so I yeah. always be looking looking outwards rather than looking in mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. and I think it just naturally can happen from there yeah I personally love uh seeing where people are having coffee (laughs) (laughs) yeah well there's so many great things like that that I think oh I'm so glad you shared that with me because there's all this thing about and I'm the anti-niche girl you know everyone else I always feel like oh I've been trying so hard to get into a niche and now I've kind of settled into that I just my only niche is myself and yeah anything I do is somehow qualifies yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I love when people break out of their niche and show a little something else or and it's sometimes yeah. those little connections that people will connect to and that's that mm-hmm. link that will make them support you as a brand yeah or as a business yeah um yeah yeah so don't underestimate those little things yeah yeah when someone that I'm following on social media and they post other in their Instagram stories or on their feed something that like I really love or a a place that I've really been that I really love I automatically have this like connection with them I'm like oh my god did you go there too and did you love it as much as I loved it um and then I and then you're like new besties (laughs) exactly you're like instant friends and then yeah that's so great and it was so easy and it's all just because you just dared to put something out there and it's not even a Mm -hmm. dare you know if it is like something like I this is my favorite cafe yeah I don't know I'm going yeah. a bit specific here because I always bring up everything back to Instagram but um <laughs> that's okay that's totally yeah, fine yeah, that's, yeah. Your, that's your area <laughs> um yeah no I totally totally agree you need to share share your full story people buy from people so um I definitely I, I there's a lot of people out there that do the things that I you know have needs for in terms of business business services etc but I'm gonna go on pick the person that I that I feel like I connect with most so um for whatever the the project is at that time so yeah I think being you and being visible um and having those relationships is massive especially when you're starting out but always 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 the thing is we're sport for choice no matter how unique we might think our work is um Mm -hmm. you know we're still sport for choice especially on the internet when we can see hundreds and thousands of people who could potentially, like you said, fill that need for what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's when that 
personal connection is going to be the winner. And plus, it's just really nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the only way you're going to have that personal personal connection is just by being you and not getting caught up in what everyone yeah. else is doing. Um, if you just show up as you, your people will find you. And which they is will. They will. So powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and they might not be who you thought they were, but that's even better. That's yeah. It's yeah. like a little like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then you realize it makes you realize more about yourself and more about your work. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a really cool thing. Community is that, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so just to kind of wrap things up, um, is there anything exciting that we should be keeping an eye out in, in the future of Evie Kemp? Ooh, um, I've got a couple of exciting projects coming this year. Hopefully, one Ooh. will be the end of next month um, okay which will be a cafe cafe related and in and it's gonna be something amazing so I'm collaborating with some really cool people at the moment on some projects that are quite outside what I've done before and mm-hmm. I just can't wait to share those and then other than okay. that I just I don't know I'm just gonna keep on keeping on and I never yeah. I never know what's coming up <laughs> Yeah, I never know. Last year was full of surprises. This year has already been full of surprises. So, yeah, I don't know. So exciting, <laughs> amazing. And um, if people want to come and stalk you online, where will they find you? I'm on Instagram always, and that's at mm-hmm. Evie Kemp, which is Kemp is spelled K E M P. Um, cool. and I'm on. Well, no, I'm not really on Facebook actually. I'm kind of phasing <laughs> that She's out. Like- just find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter intermittently. I'm on Facebook intermittently. And my website is eviekemp.com. Beautiful. Well, I will pop all of those details in the show notes as well um, and also on the website. So um, people will be able to come and find you. But I'm sure that everyone already knows who you are because you're pretty <laughs> famous. <laughs> oh, I'm not. This is like the worst. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> good. Awesome. Hey, Evie, thank you so much for taking some time out today um, to have a chat with me. It's always amazing. And I can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings for you. You too, Kylie. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun chatting as always. Awesome. All right. Talk soon, Evie. Bye. Yes, bye. Evie is an absolute powerhouse of a girl boss and I couldn't love that woman anymore if I tried. Don't forget to head along to her website eviekemp.com to check out what she's up to and be sure to give her a follow on Instagram as well. She posts some incredible content at eviekemp which is E-V-I-E-K-E-M-P. Her Instagram is 100% an amazing place to go if you love colour and vibrancy and energy and you're looking for some inspiration to zhuzh up your home and your life, Evie is your gal. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this episode and this podcast as much as I have enjoyed creating it. And if you have loved it, I would absolutely love if you would give us a subscribe on Spotify or iTunes and leave us a review if you have loved it as well. Now, we do have amazing tickets for sale at the moment for the Girl Boss Chat Series live events, which are happening in Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch. Uh, unfortunately, Christchurch has sold out, but the Auckland and Wellington tickets are both available for sale at the moment 
with the early bird pricing available until the end of the month or until it sells out. So don't dilly dally. If you head along to businessbuildhers.com forward slash events, you will find all of the information there and you can secure your ticket today. Really hope to meet you at the event and I would love to hear any feedback or any uh, recommendations you have for this podcast. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram at businessbuildhers uh, or my personal, which is at Kylie J Richardson. Awesome people. I love you so much and I can't wait to talk to you soon.